What do you do when God's promises don't seem to be true for you? Do you give up on your faith in Him? Or do you wrestle for a better understanding of His truth? We want to talk further about this on the next Family Matters, so stick with us. Hi, I'm Graham Schnell for Family Matters, where we offer practical advice from Focus on the Family. A man struggling to keep his faith alive wrote to us with this question. Can we count on God to provide materially for his faithful children? Philippians 4.19 seems to promise that he always will. I've been clinging to this verse since losing my job, but it doesn't seem to have done me and my family much good. Over the past several months, we've lost our home, our car, and most of our possessions. This has been hard, but it's also had the effect of raising bigger questions in my mind. I realize that many faithful Christians down through the ages have lived with unmet physical needs. They have struggled under circumstances much harsher than my own. The more I think about this, the harder it is to believe that God's promise is true. Can you help me resolve this crisis of faith? Our hearts go out to you. Not only have you experienced a great deal of material loss and emotional turmoil, you've now hit what we call the betrayal barrier. You've reached the point where the one person you thought you could always count on has seemingly let you down. That's a painful and lonely place to be. We want to be an encouraging friend to you as you work your way through to the other side. But can your question be answered? We think so. Let's begin by examining Paul's statement in context. In the passage leading up to the verse you've quoted, the apostle has been commending the Philippians on their past generosity. He encourages them to continue giving freely in the future. Then he says something surprising. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound. That's Philippians 4, 17 and 18. What does he mean, I have all and abound? A clue can be found a few verses earlier. But I rejoice in the Lord greatly, now that at last your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need. For I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's Philippians 4.10-13. Paul does something remarkable in this famous section of scripture. He redefines for Christians the meaning of words like need and abundance. In effect, he says that the believer's experience of either want or satisfaction is ultimately an internal rather than an external reality. It has less to do with one's material circumstances than with a certain mental and spiritual attitude. The secret, he explains in verse 11, is contentment. In the original language, this word indicates something like self-sufficiency or independence. It's the ability to make do in all kinds of situations. Paul's point is that when we have Christ, we have everything. This is the revolutionary perspective that stands behind and informs the promise of verse 19. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Paul is not saying that Christians will never go hungry or suffer want, nor is he claiming that God will protect the believer from every danger. The apostle has personally experienced all these hardships many times serving the Lord. In weariness and toil, in sleeplessness, often in hunger and thirst, in fastings, often in cold and nakedness. That's 2 Corinthians 11. What he is asserting is that if you belong to Christ, God will enable you to bear the burden, whatever your lot may be. He has the same thing in mind when he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
Our advice is to talk with your church family regarding your immediate needs and allow your pastor and friends to pray with you in this difficult time. But don't lose faith. This program was produced by Focus on the Family. I'm Graham Schnell inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Family Matters.